Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Second Act Actors. I'm Janet McMorty, and I am your host, and I was and still am a medical doctor trying to simultaneously pursue acting during a global pandemic. Why not? (laughs) My guest this week is Jessica Myrie. Jessica is a phenomenal actress who I met on my very first booking as an actor. We go into this a lot in this episode, but she taught me Honestly, literally everything that I know about the film industry that day when we were on set. Her career in the last year that I've known her has just gone abshoo. She is just skyrocketing up. She's incredible. (sighs) There were massive technical issues with especially the audio in this episode, as you'll see. It might be kind of a fun game to play to see when I filmed these episodes and in what order, because you can definitely see improvements in me figuring out the technology. This was one of the earlier episodes that I recorded, so apologies in advance. I tried to do as much tinkering and editing with the audio as possible, but it's not the greatest. I'm so sorry, and I'm so sorry, Jessica. You rock. Anyways, the story is still there. Jessica's amazing. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please enjoy Jessica Myrie. so good to see you. I know it's so good to see you. I feel like it's been so long but I mean it's been like a little bit under a year since we first met. Is that it? It feels like way longer. Well it was in I think it was March. Yeah. Or April. Yeah when we filmed. It was a really good job. It was one of the best I did. Yeah. I think I told you it was my very first booking. My first booking ever. Yeah. Was that Amazon commercial. Yeah. That's amazing. Talk about imposter syndrome. Holy jeez. You did awesome. And I wouldn't have even thought, but you've done stunts work before too. I've done a little bit of stuff and I've done some background, but this was my first, like I just had just gotten my first agent and this was, yeah, I'd had a couple other self tapes, but this was the one. And I was like, holy crow. And then I remember showing up and parking on that road and the whole house was all set up and all these big trailers and stuff. I'm like, this is just for me and Jess and that cute little kid. This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah. What's going on with that? I've only seen it on the social media. Was it on TV? Every so often I try and check the, what is it? iSpot TV or whatever, the website that will tell you if a commercial's been on TV. Every time I remember it, I try and check to see, but I haven't seen it at all, which blows my mind because there was a lot of cool stuff in that. They did a lot of, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Special effects. They invested a lot of money in this. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know for maybe just social media, but I guess you do get a lot of views on Instagram. Maybe there were web ads that we didn't see because it was in the U.S. In the U.S. Because it was .com. Yeah. 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 It was Amazon.com, not CA, Mm -hmm. so... Maybe that's why. I guess so. I was surprised yeah. that it wasn't anywhere else. Yeah. Or well, maybe it was. We just didn't see it. Well, yeah. We'll keep an eye out for it. You know, I think you never know. They may start being desperate for more commercials and put us on the air. <laughs> but pretty cool commercial. It was a really to. cool commercial. It was really cool. And you and I just got to hang out in the basement of that house for an entire day and chat. And you basically told me. I know. That was amazing. You told me everything there is to know about the entertainment industry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I sometimes I do talk a lot. No, but I mean, that's not what I meant. It was so <laughs> helpful. I remember you talking to me about, and I want to get into this so much about breath because you've done a lot of work with that breath and mindset, and mindset being a big thing for you as well too. And then that was kind of a realization for me that I was naively jumping into this industry and there was so much more to it. I mean, you don't have to put the mindset stuff into it if you don't want to, but it just is so much better and more meaningful if you can. Yeah. Yes. And I think I was doing that job during the time I started with my acting coach Mm. and she really drilled it into me to understand how important mindset was. I don't think I understood how important it was until I started with her and I met her. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. Nahani Johnson. That's the first thing that we covered, like first and foremost. And I've done acting classes before, like scene study. And I understand it's about the scenes, but the foundation is mindset with this business. Because if you don't have the right mindset going into stuff or going into the work, it's just not going to work for you. And maybe, you know, you might not consider doing the mindset and it just like is something that you just automatically do. And like, just like kind of thinking back to sometimes when I've done auditions and I've just automatically maybe, you know, had the confidence doing it. Like our audition, for instance, for Amazon. I remember I did that. I woke up first thing in the morning and it was like due right away. And I just kind of said, you know what? I have to be confident and do this and get it in. And I got it in. And then I think around that time, like I was really just focused on my self-care and breathing. If I was nervous, you know, there was a lot of auditions that I was doing around that time. And if I wasn't really focused on how like my mindset is and thinking of like what I need to do, like to prep and be ready for these auditions, I probably wouldn't have got that booking. I think when I got booked for that, I was doing an audition and I said, okay, great. And then on to the next Because that's another thing. If you get booked for something, like, yes, like celebrate it, but you have to keep going because that's the thing with this business. Like one booking isn't going to hold you forever unless it's a reoccurring role and you've got to just keep going. Just And yeah, mindset is really key. I think I've battled that recently just with everything that's been going on, (laughs) but I always come back to it. And then like, I'm big on, you know, affirmations and like meditation and self-care. And I think sometimes we might drift off away from it, but just really just remembering how important it is, is crucial. And one thing I would say is like, you can always start over. So like, if you're not actually doing it, you can always like start tomorrow. You know, it's just the thing is understanding how important it is. Yeah. Mindset really helped me in this business. I think I started to book more once I had a more clear focused perspective on how to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's my tangent on uh, mindset. Yeah. Were you always that type of person to be, you know, focused on meditation and self-care or has that been new to you since starting acting? It's been something that I've done, mm-hmm. but it wasn't consistent until last year. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I always knew because you know, when you know something's important and then you're not actually being consistent with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think the motivation was acting, was understanding. If I do this, it's going to help me. And if I don't do it, then it could be my downfall. And, you know, like, it also help you in all walks of life. You know, like with meditation, it will help you to calm down. Breathing, if you're in a stressful situation, remembering to breathe, 
thinking positively. One thing I've always, I think, had or I've always done is always thinking of the positive in life and what can come from something maybe negative. And that's always kept me sane. So it's, you know, like even right now, like things are kind of slow, but it's now giving me the opportunity to take a step back and reflect on what I need to do so I can become better and be prepared. Because one thing I've realized, if you're not prepared and opportunity comes, you're really going to screw yourself over. And it always comes when you don't know it. So it's just also preparation and being ready for anything that can possibly happen. Because you might not be working for a while and then all of a sudden you get a big booking and then you're not prepared for it. And then, you know, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like an athlete, right? You have to be constantly training and whatever that looks like for you in order to be ready. Like You have to have like a baseline level of fitness, I think. To be able to, yeah, otherwise exactly what you said, a big thing comes along and it's, you're overwhelmed and unprepared and it shows. Yeah, for sure. So tell me about your journey into acting. What brought you into this crazy business? You know, I've always wanted to act. Like, okay, when I initially got into this business, it was about, like, seriously, it was 2018. I was going through a very hard time. I needed a supplementary income because I was working a few jobs to get by and I wanted to find a way that I could make money and control my schedule. So that's when I started to find like jobs on Mandy. I started with Mandy, but before that all happened, like I was working a job that I really didn't like. And I sat down one day and I said, you know what? I don't like what I'm doing. I'm not happy right now. I was going to school and I had to take some time off and I was like, okay, I need to really figure out what I want to do with my life. So I'm actually happy and not just trying to make money. And I thought about it and I'm like, what do I want to do? And if I could do anything and I had no limitations, what would it be? And as soon as I said that to myself, I had this vision of when I was six, And I did this talent show in elementary. It was like grade three, I think. And we did Cinderella. And I really wanted to be Cinderella, but they didn't choose me as Cinderella. So I was one of the (laughs) evil stepsisters. Oh, way more fun. And let me tell you, well, it was because I just remember dressing up, feeling so excited in that dress. And then I remember when my part came that I had to perform, I just blew it away. Like I said, you know what? I'm taking this over. And I remember that. And it stuck with me. I mean, after all these years and thinking about what would make me happy and thinking about that moment, it just dawned on me acting. And I just wrote it down and it was acting. And it was funny enough, the same teacher I had wanted me to be, well, she asked me to be Sandy a couple years later after that in another talent show. So she's seen something in me that I didn't see in me, but eventually I just, I think I drifted away from that and I started to do track and field in school. And, you know, I think I just lost sight of what I loved doing. I remember once actually there, I went to a doctor who was like my mom's doctor and he would always ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, oh, I want to be an actress. And he was like, oh, don't you want to be like a doctor or a lawyer? And I remember that. And like, like you're just crushing a little girl's dreams. Yeah. So, you know, it's like when people tell you what 
you can't do because, you know, they can't do it. I think I never really had growing up the encouragement of pursuing what I maybe was destined to do from that age. But anyway, I going back to now thinking about what I wanted to do and it dawned on me, I just said, okay, I'm going to start acting. And then that's when I started applying to jobs on Mandy. And then I got my first booking with Budweiser for a social media ad campaign with Mandy. And things just kind of slowly took off from there. I constantly kept applying. I think at one point I stopped applying to jobs, but then after I realized if I don't apply to jobs, I'm not going to get any bookings and I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do because I created a plan for myself too. I said, okay, I had no idea about how to get into acting, but then I started looking up other actors and like what their experiences were. And I realized if I was going to act, I have to get experience. I have to get an agent. I have to also do pictures. At the time I had no pictures. I used some like pictures from like five years old to post (laughs) to use for Mandy and it worked and I ended up getting bookings with it. But I think eventually I just started getting more bookings and I had a friend of mine that referred me to an agent. And that's when I eventually got my headshots and things just started to pick up. But prior to my agent, I was being like, I was submitting all the time, pretty much. I was like self-submitting and representing myself and it was consistent. And that's when I also knew that I needed to pursue an agent because I also started getting agents reaching out to me. And I was like, okay, something's happening here. I really didn't even know like what was happening to, because there would be times that I would get submissions on Mandy and they'd ask me for self tapes. And I had a full-time job at the time. And I'm like, I don't know what they're asking me for. Like, I don't have time for this. So (laughs) it was just a lot of trial and error. But I think once I was, you know, the key thing is I was being consistent. I was getting work and I was just really going after what I wanted. And that's when, you know, things just aligned with me getting my agent through a friend of mine that referred me. And since then, it's just been history, you know, like it's just as I've been just really navigating this business and understanding what I need to do, which, you know, I'm still learning. But I think it's just having that mentality to be a go-getter and do what I need to in order to make it in this business. Mm-hmm. Where do you think that mentality came from? Did it come from the full-time job, like the career you had before? Or have you always been a go-getter? I've always been a go-getter. You know, growing up, it wasn't easy for like my family financially. So I've had to work since I was 12 years old. So I've always had the mentality, look, I got to, you know, look after myself if I want the things that I want. And, you know, that I think it's just working different jobs. I've worked a lot of different jobs. And I think that's also helped me with my experience in acting. I've done sales. Like I actually do have a sales background, a marketing and advertising background as well. That's what I actually went to school for. And I think like understanding certain things when it comes to those industries really has helped me with acting, especially auditions, especially when you do sales. And I've been the type of salesperson, which like I really push myself and I've done telemarketing. I've done door-to-door sales, you know, like I've done, (laughs) you name it, I've done a lot of different sales jobs. So I think when I started doing auditions 
And I understand like people would say, oh, you're doing all these auditions and you don't get any. I've heard a lot of no's prior to this business. Right. So I'm just like, this is a piece of cake. Yes. When people are like, oh, it's so difficult. I've had to make a hundred calls in one day and hear a hundred no's and going to someone's door and asking them to buy something is a very difficult task. So acting is not easy, but having to hear no's for me is not as difficult because I know that there's going to be a yes. If you keep going and especially like the advantage we have is if you know how to, you know, be prepared, do your training, you know, just do what you need to do. You're eventually going to hear a yes. You know, it's just, it might not hear it tomorrow. It might take some time. But one thing an acting coach told me when I was training was you have to be in this business for the long haul. I think I had said this to you mm-hmm. last year. It's like, if you're not willing to say, I'm going to do this for the next 20 years, or I'm going to do it until, you know, something happens. I mean, it's not going to work because like, you have to be willing to say, I'm in this for the long haul. I think it's for many other things, you know, like winners never quit. If you're going to quit, then you're not going to win. And I don't care how many no's I hear. You know, I'm going to keep going and going until I hear a yes. And I know I will hear a yes because you have to have that confidence. If you don't have confidence in yourself, that's another thing that also will get you booked is just confidence. And, you know, like I really try to like any chance I get getting any kind of information that I can learn from. And that's another thing that I think stems from my sales background, because I've actually done lead generation. And I remember I was doing it for real estate office at one point and we had to really do a lot of training and I would work with the team and you know just having that mentality of like training has also been something that's stemmed from previous professions that I've done so I think a lot of the jobs that I've worked in the past have really helped me to maybe propel my career with acting a little further even with the amount of time that I've been doing it because I do still think I'm fairly new because like with this business, I think unless you've been doing it five plus or maybe 10 plus years, you're a newbie because it, it really does take time to actually establish yourself if you want to get to a level mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we as human beings really do love instant gratification. I think especially here, you know, in our kind of privileged country where we do get things instantaneously, we can. And if you're not used to having to build a good solid foundation of not only your own talent, but your people and support system around you, if you don't get things instantaneously, you go, oh, well, guess I can't do that. Move on to the next thing. So I think the persistence and perseverance is so important. And also something that triggered in my brain that you said earlier about if like money was no object, if money wasn't the thing to be thinking about, what would you want to do? Right. I mean, cause if you're in this industry for the money, like there's no point, like go work at Starbucks, right. You know, you get health benefits there. How did you make that switch, you know, from, you know, working needs to give me financial gains into working needs to give me joy and passion and love? Well, do you mean like, getting into this business for the financial part of it? Yeah, well, you had mentioned, you know, especially coming from a childhood where money was valued because you were working since you were 12 and support helping support family and stuff like that. To shift, you know, you could go for the next 50, 60 years and make good money 
and that would be seen as value. But if you're not enjoying it, well, like what's the point, you know, but then shifting into acting where you can't really be focused on the money because it's so unpredictable, but it can be so joyful and fulfilling. Am I making sense, Jessica? I have no idea. I think I know what you mean. Rumble. I knew that acting made me happy. I think it's just going back to that little girl in me that would get excited if I seen someone on TV that looked like me. Because, you know, like growing up back then, you wouldn't see that many. But like, I remember just watching like even like old uh, YNR and with my mom and they'd have like, you know, very few BIPOC actors. And I, I remember watching her name, but she's on there and like she's Canadian too. And just seeing her and, you know, just getting back to that time when I was on stage and I felt that rush of, and all the people there, I think it's just, I knew I could do that without any monetary gain. And one thing I do know is if you want to do something, you know that you want to do something if you're willing to do it without any monetary gain. And I knew that I would be willing to do acting without that. I mean, it was a plus that I was being paid for the work that I was doing, but it was really on a part-time basis when I started. And I think I got, I was fortunate to do the jobs that I did. But to be honest with you, when I first started, I didn't really consider myself an actor. It was hard for me to say I was an actor. Maybe like I started saying I was an actor, maybe a few months after getting an agent. But when I was doing like brand modeling and commercials, I didn't really consider that acting. To be honest, I realized that acting is, not necessarily commercials. There is some acting there, but the real acting is coming from when you're doing like theater work or when you're doing, you know, a film or a series and, you know, or, you know, like you're actually producing a full out production that's going to require you to really like become the role. You know, I think I, I had a better appreciation or a respect for actors when I started to realize that. And there was a point in time I realized that I needed to get serious. And I started doing like shorts for basically little to nothing. And, you know, if I was willing to do that, I knew that the money was an issue. And, you know, the money will come. And that's one thing I've heard from a, a lot of entrepreneurs and successful people. They don't look for the money because when you're looking for the money, you're not focused on the right, like you don't have the right intentions if it's just the money that you're looking at. Don't look, get me wrong. There are some professions where you can just look at the money, but like acting is being an artist. And as an artist, a true artist is not looking at the money. And these are the most amazing ones. You know, the money will come with this. Like I'm willing to do this type of work for little to nothing because I love creating art. And when I first started doing shorts, like, you know, one of my first shorts, I basically was paid just for transportation costs, you know, pretty much. And I just wanted to gain experience because I had none. And in order for me to gain the experience, I had to put myself out there and do what I could to get the experience that I needed. You know, like I also have that mentality with my previous career choices that I have had to intern. You know, like there was one point in time, actually, I was when I first went to college, I started in journalism, actually. And 
I had interned at a few different places and I realized like if I wanted to pursue it, I had to intern. So, you know, it's just like with acting, I always tell people, if you want to get experience, you're going to most likely have to work for free Mm. for a bit, Mm -hmm. you know? And now, you know, I've done my time. I can't work for free. So you and I can't work for free anymore. (laughs) So, and that's where it comes from. The money will come. We did what we needed to do to get to where we are now. And I've had to turn down (laughs) a few opportunities Mm -hmm. that, you know, necessarily wouldn't pay or would maybe be a good opportunity. But, you know, now that I am in the union of ACTRA, I'm not able to do that. And in a way, it's nice to know that people want to work with me because a lot of times people have reached out to me because of the prior work that I've done in the past with them. You know, like just recently I had someone who an AD reach out to me from a previous short that I did that wanted to work with me now that it wasn't a paid opportunity, but I still would do it because it could add to my reel and you never know where that experience could lead because I actually did a short film and... I had the director of a feature film that I have coming out soon that had watched that short film. And well, they booked me for the feature, but the director, he's seen the short film that I did prior. And that's how like we ended up working together because they had reached out to me, but I also had reached out to them at the same time because someone had sent me the casting, but it's just, you know, it's being persistent, working and doing the work. And you will see the rewards if you do the work. And that's one thing my coach always says, you have to do the work. And then it happens. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Has there been anything that surprised you about the entertainment industry in the, what are we at now? You're four years in it? I would say about, yeah, three, Three, four four years. years. It doesn't even seem like that long. Well, pandemic time. What is it? Yeah. (laughs) My God. I would say, yeah, maybe about three years. Because like I said, I don't really consider... When I first, first started that I was acting, but I guess I was somewhat in the industry. What surprised me, I think how hard acting can be, (laughs) how much go into it. I think some people just think, oh, I can be an actor. When you see someone on screen and you can't tell that they're acting, you know, they're an amazing actor. And that just, just doesn't happen. And I think that's what surprised me when I started training and understanding how much work goes into developing a character. I can tell a good actor from a bad actor now. And like I said, I have such a huge respect for actors, especially theater students. You know, like I wish, you know, I had the opportunity to be a theater student, but, you know, coming into this industry You know, I still do training, but I think it really does help when you have that foundation. But yeah, acting isn't easy. You know, it kind of ticks me off a little bit when people are like, oh, I want to be an actor. And they have no idea what they're getting themselves into. They just like the fact that they want to be an actor for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're going to do this business, you have to do it for the love of it. And I'm not saying everyone has to do that, but I think it's just that's what makes a good actor. Someone who's like, I want to do this, not just for the fame or the money. I want to do this because I love doing it. And I just think it's just something you have to do for the right reasons at the end of the day. And it will shine through. Like, I'm thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio right now. Like, he's one of my favorite actors. Love him. And I love what he's doing right now. 
with his platform. He's an environmentalist now. Like he's been doing it since he was a kid, you know, and it kind of reminds me of myself if I maybe started when I was a kid. But, you know, like, you know, he loves this because like I, I think it was the like the Academy Awards, like he would go every year, even though he never won. But he would go every year and he wasn't doing performances for an award. He was doing it because you can just genuinely tell he loves what he's it's doing. It's so true. You know? Yeah, and I love, like, I think the last movie he did, uh, what's it called on Netflix? Oh, it's like Long Way Up or something Up. I, I know oh, I think one. Up or something? Yeah, yeah. I think it's called Up. With Jennifer Lawrence and, yeah, Meryl. Mm-hmm. Genius. It's genius because it's basically telling the story of what really is going on yeah. in society, but in a comedic way. And I love how he was able to just kind of cross over what he's currently doing as an environmentalist into the film and but yeah so like it shines through when you love what you do like even you know Viola Davis I love her and I've seen some interviews of her talking about why she like her acting and like why she does what she does like I just love when someone has a respect for what they do and they love it you know like even Denzel Washington I love him too and him going back to the theater and doing the, I actually still need to watch it, the Macbeth movie. Oh yeah. And like, you know, he's taking it back to the grassroots, you know? So it's just like, just doing it for the right reasons. And I think a lot of people don't understand, like most of these actors, they didn't just get big overnight. They did a lot of work to where they are now. And a lot of times when I do see people started breaking out into the industry, they've been in this for at least a decade or a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've built the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what the question was. No, it was <laughs> you answered it beautifully. It was does anything surprise you, right? And I think but I think it's true. I think that's why there is such a great atrophy rate. Why so many people, you know, we say, "Yeah, I want to be an actor. Sounds great." But what they really want is to be famous or to make tons of money or run slow motion in a Marvel movie or something like that. But yeah, as soon as you start getting into the industry and start moving up a little bit, it's my eyes were just blown wide open as to how hard this is. And that, yeah, like you were saying, that gave me so much respect for the people who've been in this and doing this hustle for so long and being self-employed artists, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, trying to market yourself and you are the product and deal with rejection and deal with all of this stuff. It is not a normal thing that we've been taught how to do. (laughs) And yeah. Do you have any advice for someone who is wanting to start into this industry who didn't go to theater school like you did? I would say if you really want to do well in this business and not struggle as much, training Training, 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 training. If you can train prior to pursuing an agent, that would be awesome. Like, there are people who have a natural talent. Don't get me wrong. But just doing some kind of training is going to help you substantially and set you ahead of the game. Like I said, I do my research. A lot of times when I see actors from here and they're in leading roles or they're in the, you know, they're breaking out in the U.S. and doing their thing, I go to the IMDb. I look, okay, when was their first credit? Mm. 
Okay. And if I could find some more information on them, what's their background? What's their history? I'll tell you this. Majority of the time, they've been in the game for at least maybe five, seven, ten years. And a lot of times they have a theater background, drama school, or some sort of training. And a lot of times when there are people who maybe haven't been doing it for at least 10 years, maybe five less, they have their theater background. So what does that tell you? Training helps you substantially because you understand what you're doing. You're not going or running around like a chicken with their head cut off. You understand the industry. When I started to train, now when I think about it, I started to book more. So it's just so key and essential. Do your research. Take your time to find the right representation. It's not a race. It's a marathon. If you really want to do this without trial and error, making mistakes, just take your time. Maybe even reaching out to, you know, someone that you can talk to that's in the industry that you can trust. You know, that's another reason why I created the platform with two other partners of mine, Black Actors Canada, because my partner and I were on a workshop during 2020 and it was like a workshop for BIPOC. And they asked them like about BIPOC actors or black actors that are from Canada and no one could really mention any or like no one really knew of any. And it felt like a disconnect within that community. And I also thought about when I first started and had no idea what I was doing and I didn't have anyone to reach out to. I didn't know anyone in the industry really. So we decided to create that and we didn't know what we were doing either. But now, you know, we're starting to build and network with other organizations and, you know, it's coming together really well. And, you know, if you can find like, you know, some kind of community that, you know, you can learn from, I think that's the best advice I can give. Just doing your research because, you know, like even down to your headshots, you know, you need to know what you're doing because you want to get with the right photographer. You know, I was fortunate. I got referred to a really good photographer. But one thing that I learned when I was training is when you do your headshots, you should think about the roles that you want to get booked for. If you're just going in and doing your headshots, you know, it could turn out well or it could go the other way. But it's just knowing, understanding that this is not just it's not just a game, you know, you're, you're getting into and trying out. Like if you really want to do well, take your time. Like there's a guy that I trained with and he was very new to the industry. And like I could just see he had something in him. And a lot of times, like when I was doing my training, like I was booking at that point and like some of the, my other like peers would, you know, sometimes ask me questions. And I didn't mind answering any questions that he had because I knew that he was a go-getter. And you know what? He followed my advice. You know, I love the fact he had trained before anything. And I knew he had something in him. And like I said to him, look, go on, Mandy, see if you could get any experience with shorts. You know, that's a great way to just break out and like get in there. If you can get some headshots done with, you know, if you can't afford it right now, maybe find a friend that can do it for you or someone that's affordable, but he already understood like how to do his headshots because we were in the same training class and that's the advice that we had Mm. received from our trainer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he ended up, I think maybe a year later or a few months later after we finished our class getting an agent. 
But, you know, he was taking his time doing his research. And now he's actually taking classes with LB, which I would love to start doing soon as well. Yeah. So, like, he's a success story because, like, I think now he's done a few shorts. And, like, I know he's going to do well in this business. But, you know, like, it's just, like, you can't just rush and say, oh, I want to be an actor and not know what you're doing because then you're just going to set up yourself up for failure. And let me tell you, like, it wasn't smooth sailing for me all the way through. There was times that I wanted to quit, times I questioned, you know, did I make the right decision? But you know what encourages me and pushes me to go is when, like, people like you reach out to me about doing something like this. Or I'm going to be emotional. When people tell me that, like, I inspire them. I never thought I would be inspiring people, Janet. Like, I started this saying I was at home, like, had no idea what I wanted to do. I was, like, just confused about life. And I said, okay, I'm going to pursue something that scares me, but I'm going to do it anyway. And, you know, three years later, I'm inspiring people to go after their dream. And, like, I'm not even necessarily intentionally doing it. I'm just doing the work, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. like. I know that I have a lot of work to do. You know, people might think they see that, oh, she's done a lot, but there's so much that is required of this business. Like you asked me before, like what surprised you? I didn't understand how important special skills were. You know, I didn't understand that that can set you apart from so many other people. I didn't understand at first that it was so important to train. It took me, I think, almost a year after getting my first agent to consider training like people kept telling me go train go train but I'm like oh I don't know if I want to pay the money you got to invest in yourself you got to take that chance and you know like an example I can give last year you see like before we had our booking I I had started with my coach she had a course and I mean the course wasn't cheap and my friends were referring her to me and I'm like oh you know I'm not even gonna bother with it I said you know what I wasn't booking at the time but I can pay for this course and learn something and not get anything out of it necessarily, or I could maybe take this course and this will help me to get booked. Let me tell you that I got booked, I think a couple weeks after taking that course. And it was one little piece of advice she gave me that got me a commercial booking. And what she had said was, Cause she was just talking about her own experiences because she's been in the industry for like 30 plus years. They may be 40, but she doesn't look good. <laughs> I'm not going to give her her age now. Sorry, no, Heidi. But yeah, she had said when she was struggling back when like she first started, she thought about what was she doing when she was booking. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, I remember when I was booking, when I was applying on Mandy, I was booking consistently. Like there was one point I was getting a booking almost every month before I got my agent. And that was because I would self-submit like for three, four hours sometimes the first thing in the morning when I woke up. And then I was like, you know what? Let me try self-submitting again. And, you know, of course, like I'd put it through to my agent that I was doing this, but I would start seeking jobs. And by doing that, I got a booking and that pretty much paid for the course Mm -hmm. that I took. Mm -hmm. And so, so it's like, you know, just know what I I was going with this, but yeah, it's just like, you know, you have to invest in yourself because it will pay off eventually. And that literally did pay off because, you know, from then I like, I learned so much from her 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really... I'm sorry, I was going on. No, <laughs> I love it. I think it's really unique in our industry where we, the human, is the product. And so we have to invest in we, the human, in training and classes and stuff like that, where it's not like we're building cabinetry and there's the product that I'm trying to sell, you know, away from me. So if the person doesn't like the cabinet, I can just be like, yep, whatever. It's investing in me, the human and me, the actor. And I think that's a really unique thing to our industry that I can imagine a lot of people struggle with because I know I do as well. But I think that really does emphasize the need to invest in yourself because it literally is yourself. There's nothing else. You need to invest in it. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking, like, I think I now remember what you were asking is, <laughs> I forgot what you were saying, but I think, oh, for any advice, mm-hmm. I would also say if you're going to do this, I think it's good also if you have some kind of consistent income from coming in and doing that until you actually start. It's like It's like starting a business, you know, work your full time and then do your part time in the evening or, you know, do your nine to five and then your five to nine. Because I do also find sometimes like even for myself, when things start to take off, I decide to go full time. But, you know, it's like an entrepreneur. Things are up and things are down. So I think if I was to do it again, I would have maybe worked full time longer and saved enough money for things such as training, headshots. And so it wouldn't be such a burden at the time when I decided to, you know, go full time and spend the money on those things. Because another thing is they can see the desperation in your eyes so true. when you're doing auditions. Yep, so true. So if you're struggling financially, yeah. you cannot go into the audition with that kind of attitude. You have to go in there. What are you bringing? Not that what you want from it, you know? So, you know, it's just, I think having stability financially is definitely a good thing coming into this business. It really does help because, you know, like I said, I've gone through it like roller coasters where I was like, did I make the right decision? I might have to take a break from acting. But I swear every time that happens, something good happens. Yep. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I have to keep going and pursuing what I want to do. But one thing I've also stuck to, and I think has really helped me, anything that I decide to do, it has to align with acting. Mm. If it doesn't align with acting, I don't want to have any part in it. There's times people approach me about opportunities, but my eye is on the prize and that's acting for me. There's one quote that I like to live by is the power of saying no. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of quotes that I'll, I'll like, you know, I'll take in a lot and you know, this is coming from prominent figures, you know, like I think that was like a Warren Buffett quote is like, you can't say yes to everything, you know? And it's like, it's going to distract you from what you want to do. You know, you can do, there's nothing wrong with, you know, doing multiple things, but I think the key thing is having it aligned somewhat with what you're doing. Like what you're doing here is aligning with acting it is also aligning with your other career, which is awesome, you know? And that's what I try to aim towards doing because like, if you get distracted, you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. And 
that's what I live by is that I'm going to do what I want to do and what makes me happy. And I'm not going to live for others. And that's what I was doing for a very long time. And I'm no longer doing that. So yeah, it's just the key thing is what makes you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy, then it's going to be hard to actually, you know, excel at it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's focusing where you want your priorities to go and not diluting it and spreading it out. Yeah. It's like laser focus. And I think that's where we see people succeed, especially in this career, right? Just like how we see massive loss of actors because they just don't want to put the laser focus in or they're too scared to, or it's, they don't realize how hard it is. So good on you. That's exciting. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited for you. This is awesome. Is there anything that you are excited about? now in the you know coldest month of the year, February. But is there anything that's, I know it's a slow time. Is there anything that's keeping your fire going that's keeping you excited? So, you know, I just try to keep a positive outlook on things. Because even though things are slow right now, it's given me an opportunity to reset. Like, you know, I went through a time in the summer where things were just really just go, go, go. And now I can get a chance to kind of just kind of like, I guess, put things together that I haven't had the opportunity to. So I'm just excited right now to get back into training when I can and just developing my like my branding. There's still a few things that I need to get done. And that's gonna prepare me for when things do pick up. And I will get, you know, that reoccurring role that I'm aiming for. So I'm just excited for what's going to come. What's also, I think, keeping me going is my platform, Black Actors Canada. It's helping other people. I love the fact that I'm able to network with so many different individuals and share information because, you know, like when I first started, like I said, I didn't have a network of people to necessarily come together and work with. So, you know, it's exciting to see what it's now becoming. So we have a lot of plans for the near future and this year. So I'm just excited for, I guess, the future and what it has to hold. Because I think I'm just only scratching the surface of what's to come. You know, like I was doing some defense like training. So I want to get back into that. Things kind of had to take a pause because my trainer was doing or had an operation and, you know, with like, Everything going on in the world had to take <laughs> we had to take a break on that. But I think there's a lot that's going to happen this spring, summer. I'm really excited for. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I guess I'm just excited for what the future holds right now for me. I know that there's going to be good things coming. I think the more I think positively about things, more good things are happening. So I have a few things in the works. I'm just excited about doing, I'm actually going to start doing more YouTube content. Ooh, yes. Could yeah. get, my next question was, what would you like to promote? Is there anything? Oh, tell yes, us, okay. tell us. So, <laughs> so I'm going to start doing more YouTube content so you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's Jesse Myrie. And there I want to just share more about my journey. I've had a lot of people ask me about my acting experience and it's a ongoing thing. I'll have different actors reaching out to me. So I'm like, you know what, let me maybe 
do some content on a platform that I can share this to the masses and I'm not restricted by the amount of time I have. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and I've always wanted to do YouTube. I think I've just had that fear of doing it. Yeah. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. But I think now I have a purpose in what I'm doing. And with acting, that's a great platform for me to now utilize. And I also have a feature film coming out later this year. It was actually supposed to be a short, but then the amount of footage that they had, the director turned around and spoke with the writer and they did what they had to do and shot some additional footage, which it now is a feature, which I'm starring in. So I'm looking forward to the release of that. Are you allowed to say what it's called? They changed the title of the film. Initially was called Robin and I'm Robin the modern day (laughs) Robin that saves the day, but things don't necessarily go as planned. They changed the name just recently. So that's why I don't remember what it's called, but I wish I could tell you, but yeah, it's going to be coming out later this year. It's going to be interesting to see. I think doing that film made me realize how difficult it could be to do a feature Mm. and the amount of sleep you don't get yeah because we shot for two days and I had like four hours of sleep (laughs) and that's something people I don't think realize at all how exhausting it is but also you need to train just like you would to run a marathon you gotta have the endurance to be able to do that yeah for sure absolutely and that's why you have to take care of yourself because if you don't, then it's going to catch up with you, you know, getting like you never know when an audition might come and you need to perform it within 24 hours and submit. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why. Oh, I know the name. It's yes. called Irreconcilable Differences. Awesome. And yeah, I'll yeah. put that in the show <laughs> notes as well, too, so people can find it along with your YouTube awesome. channel. Awesome. Thank you. That. I'm so excited to see it. I love seeing what yeah, I love seeing what too. you do. I love seeing what you do on your Instagram. Oh. I think you're so positive and motivating. Yeah, I love it. I think it's refreshing as well too. And I love what you're doing to build community because I think it's extremely generous of you to build this community that you are building because we as actors who come from not a theater school background don't have community. And so to build something like that, not only just for actors, but for, you know, Black actors in particular, BIPOC actors in particular, who have even less of a community to search for. I think that's so wonderful and important and extremely generous because I know how busy you are. But it's paying it forward. And yeah, good on you. Yeah, I'm really glad to do it because, you know, I just, like I said, it when I first started out in this business, I don't think I'd be where I am if I didn't have people around me to help me. And, and at first I didn't. But there's a lot of people that help me by referring me to like, you know, my agent, for instance, referring me to resources, you know, just people believing in me and wanting to work with me. You know, they've just helped me like, you know, almost all the directors that I've worked with have helped me in one way or another. You know, I wouldn't have got that feature if it wasn't for one of the first directors that I worked with. And he had me work on another short after. And just doing that short film allowed me to now do this feature. And, you know, now I have this feature that I can, you know, have like footage for my reel and just, you know, having that experience, you know, I wouldn't have that if it wasn't for people helping me. So 
it's like now having an opportunity to help people who necessarily don't have those connections Mm -hmm. and giving them a resource, you know, like there's so much more that I would love to do with what I'm doing with Black Actors Canada, but you know, it's one step at a time. I don't try to jump two steps. I try to take my time and do my due diligence and do what I need to. And, you know, it's been about a couple years now. We've built a following for about 900 followers now we hit. So, and we're growing daily, which is awesome. My goal is to eventually turn this into something that, you know, could potentially be like, you know, maybe I don't know, casting site or creative space that people can actually come to. It's good for me. Like, I love the fact that it coincides with my marketing and advertising background. I do have a a diploma in advertising and marketing communications. Mm -hmm. So it reminds me of that because like I'm able to do what I went to school for, but also in the acting space, because a lot of the marketing that we do it's a lot of stuff that I sometimes come up with. I mean, I'm, I know I have my two other marketers, <laughs> they do too, but I just love coming up with different marketing initiatives and ideas. And that's what I would do before. Like when I was in school, I would work on ad campaigns for different brands and stuff and do social media. And that's a lot of what I'm doing with Black Actors Canada. So I'm like, this is awesome that I'm able to use what I've learned in school, you know, like I didn't just pay for the piece of paper and it's not being used, but yeah. I'm actually can do that. And maybe who knows one day it could develop into an NGO that, you know, I'm a part of running instead of just working for. So I'm just excited for what we have done and what we are doing with that. And yeah, it's going to be exciting to see what the future holds. I'm really, it's like my little baby that or <laughs> not. Well, I share with two other partners of mine, but Yeah, like, even though it's Black Actors Canada, like, we still want everyone in different communities to come together. It's just, we wanted to create something for us, by us. But, you know, I don't want to discriminate that, oh, that person's Black, they can't be. Anyone could be a part of our community, you know? It's just that it's something that we created for ourselves that we can have. And, yeah, like... I felt like when we created it, we might have some, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> some, like there might be, I don't know, <laughs> maybe edit this up, but I just felt like ridicule maybe because of people thinking that we are excluding other minority groups or, yeah, or just any groups. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't, like, we don't no, want to do that. I'm just it's, creating a space that wasn't there. <laughs> God's sakes. Exactly. <laughs> we're just creating a space that wasn't there. Yeah. But if we're able to, you know, even have a platform yeah. for everyone, yeah. you know, I want to help anyone. It doesn't matter what their skin color or anything. We wanted to create a space that wasn't there because for a very long time, we weren't being represented yeah. in the industry. 100%. And it's still, yeah. And even now, I even feel like as Canadians, we need to create more platforms for each other you know, in different communities. It could be like, I think they do have a BIPOC Canada, you know, Actors Canada or some, and you know, it doesn't need to just be one organization running it. I think if we're creating these little communities amongst each other and we're still united, that's going to build us up as a whole. Because I think as Canadians, we're not recognized as much. Like everyone thinks, oh, LA has all the actors, Mm -hmm. New York, there's talent here, yeah. but it's not recognized 
I mean, there's a few people that may come out of here, like, you know, that, but it's like a handful of actors that people are, oh, like, you'll know more US actors than Canadian. Absolutely. And we want to create something that people can know who different actors are, big or small, because they're accomplishing things and people might not know about it because, you know, they're not an A-list actor or something, you know? So I just hope that maybe like there are more people that decide to do different platforms for, you know, different groups or of people that, and it's not that we're doing segregation or like we're not, you know, separating Mm -hmm. people, but you know, you could even do like, I don't know. Doctors, we have actors one. of Canada. There is. There's a doctor actor <laughs> Facebook group. Yeah. Again, it's like, yeah, segregation. That's not the point, right? You're, you're just trying to build space for people to be with people. You know, it's creating community, yeah. creating strength and community. And I think, yeah, I hope you didn't get any ridicule. For God's sakes, people are garbage. Um, we had someone comment on did. a video we posted. <laughs> you I know what? The I internet. think when you have the worst. <laughs> But I think if you have haters, that means you're doing something That's right. That's true. So it's all love. We kept it there and it's whatever. whatever. Like at the end of the day, we have love for everyone. Everyone's welcome to be a part of our platform. And it is what it is. Like, I just think, you know, we're just stronger together. Yeah. That's all that matters, yeah. you know? And I'm just hoping that, you know, we can make some kind of change. And I think we are, you know, like I've talked to a few people that follow us or, you know, people have reached out and they're like, they love what we're doing. And that's what we want to continue doing. And I'm hoping more people follow suit and we can make Canada stronger as a whole and that we're recognized in this industry more than just a handful of talent. Like, let's put ourselves on the map. There's not just certain individuals that are going to represent us. They like to say we're the Hollywood North, but are you just saying that because there's cheap production being done here? Let's do that. Let's say that because there is talent here that people need to see. And we're only going to get there if we, we unite and like help one another. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Second Act Actors. And thank you, Jessica, for being my guest this week. And thank you again for the 100th time for teaching me everything you know about the film industry. I appreciate you so much so much. Everyone check out Jessica's initiative, Black Actors Canada. They can be found on Instagram at Black Actors Canada. That's where they do all of their event announcements and they always have neat things going on like uh, film watch parties and stuff like that. So definitely check them out. I hope you'll join me again next week for another episode of Second Act Actors. Bye! Second Act Actors is produced and edited by me, Janet McMorty. Theme music by Guillaume. Additional sound editing by David Studio. Additional video editing by Jackie Wadewer. Show notes written by Sarah Hopkinson. I record using Riverside FM. If you're interested in developing an interview-based webcast like mine, I highly recommend this platform. Shoot me an email and I'll direct you to the wonderful folks there. If you or someone you know is interested in being a guest, email me at secondactactors at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. My love language is words of affirmation, so compliments, constructive criticism, and feedback are always welcome and encouraged. Negative Nancys, Judgy McJudgersons, or Debbie Downers, unless you're Rachel Dratch, regarding me or my guests are not welcome. It takes serious courage to share your story with the world, so if you're tempted to negatively comment about someone else's story, please ask your therapist why you're such a garbage person. Save the drama for the stage. 
On that happy note, I hope you'll tune in next week for another episode of Second Act Actors. Bye! Bye!